you know when you're when you're actually just two months into a startup you're mm-hmm. everything from being a ceo to like an office boy so there's so much running around that i'm doing mm-hmm. um yeah i like so your shoes by the way thank you so uh yeah so you're an office boy and ceo mm. um for now for yes. now <laughs> <laughs> soon to be office boy because yesterday i was i was at the bank today i was at a partnership meeting okay so there's, there's, there's a lot happening okay uh in two months we've come a long way alhamdulillah so so yeah. what's what what is the business so we are an ag tech platform um and we facilitate uh services that expats would need from you know moving on co- to country a to country b um in the first year of their move when you say facilitate services you mean currency exchange or? um no so what we offer is uh, visa services we offer real estate jobs so all of that so for example say you are our our market right now is is india because um um you know that we realize that young people between ages 25 and say 40 um you know they want to leave india for a lot of reasons they're not happy with their um you know standard of living healthcare so on and so forth right so um what we do is we we tell we have at life 2.0 that's what we called um you know giving them a second chance to living a life which is better safer happier um so we facilitate with visas um we tell them that i mean depending on what their budgets are um you know we help them with tourist visas or if they want to come check the vibe of the city not sure if you know they can resonate with dubai and how dubai what dubai offers so we ask them to come over give them an itinerary that they can you know be busy with about a week 14 days whatever the visa you know um require like duration Allowance. is yeah and uh, then so once they're they're happy with the place and you know they they think okay this is where we want to be then we help them with real estate like buying renting and then their company formation if people want to you know start with having their own company in dubai so company formation visas real estate jobs all of that so without sounding like like a complete ignorant what 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 skill level are you looking for when you're trying when you're looking for applicants or people what what service base what's the right word what is your prime customer base for that okay uh you mean in terms of industry for job recruitment no, or no i imagine that you don't need labor camp um we're happy to do that as well because okay. we've partnered with um you know we have strategic partnerships with such services because we're not doing everything on our own like i said we aggregate um you know services so we have strategic partnerships with companies that also can hire blue blue collar you know jobs for blue collar jobs mm. so yeah so that uh, in fact uh without any marketing like i've like i mentioned before we only launched on the tw- on the 21st of september mm-hmm. and um uh we i did a couple of uh you know linkedin posts and instagram posts and we're currently sitting at around 100 70 odd applicants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have applications from like the likes of VPs of brands in 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 India, um creative directors, um people from aviation industry, um hosp- hospitality, um medical science and all of that. So the in- resumes are quite interesting. So f- from your perspective, you'd best describe yourself as a recruiter plus plus? Um no. Uh we want to we want to be um perceived as a company that basically helps you move from you know where you are to another country like 
look for all. Okay, so your 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 payables, your your where the income comes from is from the applicants who submit to you, and you then try to find a station for them, a job, and uh, everything else. Or are you are businesses hiring you to find the necessary talent and putting them into a space? These are two very yeah. Actually, customers. actually, it's a very interesting question because um, I know that like with how we sound we sound like a recruitment agency but that's just five percent of what we're offering so for example there's a form so we have you know we have tabs on the website it says um help me find a job um i want to set up my own company i want to come invest in a startup in an existing stop startup and get a visa i want to freelance or it could say i don't know you know help me understand what I could do. So um, then we pick up the phone, give them a call, have a consultation with them for about half an hour, understand what their needs are, and then direct them to what, according to their budget, is the best option. So you're B2C rather than B2B? We are B2B. Uh, Sorry, B2C, yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) No worries. Long day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But I found that very interesting because... I feel like the the level of work that you guys need to put in from a B2C perspective mm-hmm. needs to be massive. Think about how many applicants you're getting and, and to make it worthwhile. I mean, do you charge them a percentage of, of, of how? By their, their salary or by okay, so, one-time fee or how? So honestly, um, we are not looking into uh, monetizing this from the applicants, like, you know perspective perspective, yes so we the partnerships that we have with different companies say a recruitment agency so when we are giving them the talent then they already have a tie-up with their clients right and they're getting so the standard is 8.33 percent and we're going to take half of it so the applicants are not paying anything to avail these services we're getting the are we getting the the money the the funds or the commissions the uh, not the, well that is a that's a different question but in terms of our service fee we're actually taking it from the partners mm. yeah but if i was in your position and mm-hmm. i was i was running this this corporate yeah. i would i would smaller my scope i would be very very narrow and i would charge applicants a membership fee to enter it and then i would guarantee them within whatever six months to find a position that would be applicable for your cv or for your skill level right right because you're stuck between a shitty situation where you have a large amount of applicants coming in Mm -hmm. and having to review them Mm -hmm. and then you still have to sell that to a b2b business or uh, sorry a business as as a potential applicant so you're stuck in in the aspect of I have to A, take those applicants in. B, I have to make sure that whatever CV is there is also genuine. These people do have that requirement of skill level, yada, 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 and then refer that into a business. Right. Right. And existing right. companies have a gritty existing recruiters who they have an establishment of trust and everything else with. Right. So I, I'm not trying to tear down your idea. No, or your business no, no. Or no, like actually, um, you know, such questions are, are basically eye openers. Um, so. We did think about it a lot. Um, in fact, whoever we've spoken to, like I said, um, you know, we do consultation calls. At the end of every call, there's, the client asks us, okay, how do we pay? What is the fee? Because you've given us a lot of information. To that, we say, listen, it's it's a free consultation. We're not charging you any money. But in case we do, um, you know, get a job, but like also what we need to try and understand is that when we're having such conversations with them, and they know that, okay, maybe a job is is not the best way to get to Dubai. 
maybe we can have a free- freelance visa, take up projects. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of cross-selling that happens. And we already have a partnership in place for freelance visas. So we basically bring them to Dubai on a freelance visa. They look for projects. They, maybe they can, uh, you know, work temporarily. And then they also rent properties, they, you know, they rent homes. So we also have a commission there. So that's what it is. And in terms of recruitment, um, there are a lot of companies out there who say upload your CVs and then, you know, we give it three months and we're putting it in the pool. But what happens when there are no jobs, mm. right? They're mm. still paying and then they get a bad review and then, you know, the whole thing goes down the drain. And we don't want that because uh, our USP is just saying, hey, listen, we're giving you hope. And if you're, you know, this is what we're offering and you're, you know, that the little nudge about, OK, I want to move. That's very scary for a lot of people. Right. They've been in a country and they're calling it home and then now they want to move because they're not very happy with what they're doing, what they're making. So um, and and we have a fully fledged call center and a team back home in India that is constantly, you know, keeping them, giving them updates like every week saying, okay, this is how far you've come. This is how much time we probably would need. There's nothing that and we did have a few callbacks with them in in terms of like salary negotiations and all of that so it's it's going pretty well but now of course when we scale up um as in when we you know understand that maybe this is not the right way and maybe we need to make sure that there's a certain level of like um screening that the website needs to do on its own uh we we could then take a step so yeah i mean unsolicited advice it's always best to start high end and then lower yeah uh, just because from a scalability perspective yeah. and it's much easier to, to pitch a higher price mm-hmm. to larger customer mm-hmm. and giving them a guarantee or whatever makes them feel safe yeah. and then slowly slowly branch out and go bigger and bigger uh, there are things that work in western countries that doesn't work in the middle eastern countries yes um, my brother owns a marketing company uh, he works for Schwarzkopf, uh, ACDC, Volvic Water, yada yada Okay. And just to have a meeting with them, to sit down and have a conversation, right. is 500 euros. That's wow. just just to talk to him. Okay. Any ideas that are made in that meeting are his ideas. Mm-hmm. If you want to use those ideas to, to fulfill any marketing wish you have, whether it be packaging, event, blah, 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 you have to either buy it off him or use his company to do it. And he's been in business now for close to 40 years. Wow. And, uh, you know, he, he's got his existing customer base. He's built that trust. That's it. You know, there's 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 no real competition because, you know, when you know the president, the vice president or the shareholders, <laughs> and khalas, you know, right. you've got that established relationship and right. you've got that level of trust. And also what we call Wasta, I guess. <laughs> of course, that's that's everywhere. West, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so w- what you're explaining to me, the idea is, I mean, how many people do you have on staff at the moment? 11. 11. Yeah. Okay. So that includes marketing, accounts, call center, um, you know, uh, uh, who else? Um, yeah. All Payment department, I guess. Uh, legal as well. Legal as well. Yes. 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 And your, your main sales. In sales. And your main yeah. focus is India and Dubai. Those are your two. Um, India is the market that right now we're focusing because that's where people want to move. Um, just From. fun, like fun fact, um, about 14 million people. Indians have given away their passports in the last three years. Okay. So, you know, um, they're either going to... Obviously, Canada is one of their favorite um, places to go. And then there's Australia. And then there's parts of Europe. So, 
Yeah. So people want to move, um, and we know that because we did a we did research, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we realized that in India and you know in Indians have a lot of money, <laughs> and um, you know and and we are targeting H and I's, um, and uh, you know especially people who want to buy real estate here. So, yeah. I mean, you you bring an interesting point. Um, what is the population now in India? Isn't it close to one billion? Now we're yes. one point something billion, yes. right? Yes, one point something billion. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're talking about almost one uh, percent of the population, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. out of what, out of which I think um, more than fifty percent are in the a- between the age groups of um, you know, say twenty five and forty. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, your 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 genome coefficiency in India is is massive. You know the disparity between the, the rich and the poor is right. Is, it's huge. I mean, right. uh, it, it's an, it's quite amazing. <laughs> uh, um, so, I I, I I think it's a little bit of a struggle because when you're talking about labor camps or blue collar jobs, um, you know, there's the it's three hundred. What I, I in Bahrain, I don't know what the price is here, but mm. in Bahrain it's it's thirty BD, three hundred, uh, uh, three hundred uh, dirhams mm-hmm. a month yeah. for bed. Yeah, and uh, its salary is usually about a thousand dirhams. Okay. Uh, two thousand five hundred dirhams. Here it can start anywhere between eight hundred dirhams, but you know they take care of your accommodation, so that's a plus. And mm. um, they don't take that out of your salary. No. Okay. I mean that's what I've heard. I'm not, and I think it's too soon for me to comment on this because we we've not yet handled any, um, you know, applicants who are looking for blue collar jobs. I, I like the concept and I like the idea. I, I like that you're not trying to reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. which is always very good. You know, um, I, I think what we're trying to do is um, there are a lot of such agencies and a lot of such service providers in the UAE, right? Um, but people who are new and who are moving into Dubai, and there are a lot of them moving into Dubai, um, uh, they need to like knock on a lot of doors because you go for your typing somewhere and then you're not sure you're sitting in your hotel room or your service apartment trying to understand okay where can i live like where in dubazil can i can i put myself you know and then so we're offering them like a package like it's it's a one-stop shop for someone who wants to move into dubai for now we our focus is dubai and canada we're hoping um you know by end of 2023 to also have um europe and australia on the portfolio but for now it's canada and uae mm. because we have had partnerships play in place in canada as well so when you come to dubai um we literally handhold you for you know up to do with everything your visas your your homes everything your kids admissions you know schools universities whatever that's, you know that's a lot of work and yes you, i mean if you're if you're if you're even undercutting the market average of eight percent to four percent how much is left of it that's really worthwhile profitability wise but again uh, i know you're making a percentage on every on yeah. every nukta from yeah. uh, the house yeah. to, the, to the visa and documents to or probably not yes. visa documents, but the, the and also what we're doing is we're connecting people who need the service to people who are already giving the service mm. right so we're aggregating them and it's it's we we're not doing any footwork or as life 2.0 Right. So this is what uh, so that is why it took, took us um, a while to basically zero down and who can be our best partners, because there's so many people out there who are offering these services. So we've had and we're not a marketplace of services. So we've, um, you know, narrowed down to one service provider for each of these services that we provide 
except for recruitment because the more the i mean more is less in terms of recruitment mm. so yeah but like I, i'll reiterate my first statement again i, I still think it, it the most financially sensible thing is is to do it as a as a, an exclusive network thing and then branch out and get bigger and blah 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 mm-hmm. and do maybe like a tier system that you know uh, if you're a vp position mm-hmm. you know you you i don't know you have to pay this amount if you're a engineer position you pay this amount if right. you're blue collar you pay this amount right. have as a tier system so people feel like it's more fair you know and that way you can you can score your revenues from 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 every cycle because having a phone center and updating people costs money mm-hmm. having somebody to, to 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 get the documents done and everything costs money having right. someone to 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 negotiate on a on property so even if you're working with somebody who owns a bunch of properties of course that's still going to cost money right. and and on top of it is that you're you you're become the center point of attention whenever there's a mistake anywhere in that that linkage yeah because we are the face of exactly. you know, the, yeah so yeah. if the property isn't up to snuff or if there's water leakage or if it's that they're not going to contact the landlord first they're going to contact you first for for providing this property okay to them do you see what i mean yeah. like if if i would come to you and you found me this job and I, and this real estate place and this everything else I've signed contracts. I'm now stuck in this 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 mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and there is problems. Now the landlord doesn't reply to me, and it doesn't get fixed, and all this other shit. Okay. Well, who do you think I'm gonna? <laughs> I I hope not. I mean, <laughs> do you I'm, get what I'm saying? I know one name that I don't have to, uh, you know, like call back if you ever apply on Life 2.0. But do you get so, what I mean? Yeah, but but thankfully, uh, that's not happened uh, because you know, um, I assume that the maintenance companies are doing their job pretty well with real estate so i hope that doesn't happen but if it does i know what you mean so well i mean we've we've already you know got into the whole point of like setting this up and um i think we we learn as we go because sure. we uh, you know we've not started marketing yet and whatever you you've suggested is a part of the plan when we start marketing because whatever we're sitting at right now which is 170 odd applicants This is with zero marketing. It's just like a couple of word of mouth. Yeah, uh, no, also take, like LinkedIn. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, so when we start marketing, we have the whole like narrative, you know, the the whole story telling kind of thing with the whole marketing plan. So which we're gonna execute maybe inshallah in the next two weeks. I mean, you you you've got a bunch of different different concepts and ideas on on how to make that correctly structured. Mm-hmm. My concern, obviously, would be if if you were talking to me as an investor, my concern would be, you know, what the ROI perspective of that would be. What is the functionality of it? Uh, similar similar services do exist in the industry. I know that recruiters usually, especially if it's a higher end level recruiter, like looking for a VP, looking for a CEO, looking yeah. for whatever, that becomes very dominant about who you know in the industry. Can you convince the CEO to leave that company to go right. to this company? Right. You get what I mean. For, yeah. for for blue level blue collar jobs or or um, labor and stuff like that you know hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah right so that's 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 not too difficult um, mm-hmm. i mean i run a factory and if i if i want to to hire uh, more labor or factory stuff like that it's, it's yeah it's, it's, it's so easy right 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 and i don't know where that service would would be required for me if i would do a, something very specific mm-hmm. let's say i needed i don't know uh, a server engineer mm-hmm. right yeah. i might then choose to use your service yeah 
On the other hand, I would maybe potentially work with a consultancy business mm -hmm. that has server engineers on hand mm -hmm. and that I would just then hire. So that's what my concern would be. Yeah, that and that is what exactly we've done. We've uh, we've partnered with recruitment agencies that do like that serve a lot of industry industries like diverse industries it could be anything from from aviation to engineering to you know so that so we don't have to literally sit and like screen resumes we do the first level of screening mm -hmm. and then if we see that okay you know the the job description matches the cv and then we send forward so for now that's what we've been doing but i think as and when we start our marketing and then the applications grow we definitely will have um a better screening process and then, you know, maybe uh, have a few website updates and stuff like that. I, I, I mean, you, I would I would say to you, you should, pre pre failing to prepare is preparing for failure. Mm. You, you want to make sure that you have as much checks and balances in place. Yeah. Because it only takes one tarnishment of your reputation to, to be in real shit. Yeah. Especially if, if you're, 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 if people are applying for jobs on CVs, that you cannot verify that they have the degree or cannot right. verify that they are without issue, right? Right. Uh, for that, we have a KYC in place. Okay. Yeah, we already have a KYC in place. Okay. You need to send us your degrees to sure. basically verify if, you know, you're, you're, you're not bullshitting on your CV. So. And, and do you have also a, 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 criminal, uh, a criminal department as well? Um, yeah, legal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We verify if you know this person can leave the country. Or I mean, or you know, they're not a, involved a, into, yeah, yeah, outstanding arrests yes, or anything like that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because UAE is very strict when it comes to all of that, right? It just takes one, it just takes one. Yeah, one bad. They've really poisoned uh, you. Yes, and and we live, you know, in the world of reviews. So <sighs> one bad review, and so we've, we're obviously going to be extremely cautious about that. I think you should you should really consider for your. Your marketing campaign. Again, I'm sorry, I don't mean to give you this list. Forget it. No, please, uh, please feel free because, like I said, um, first of all, uh, you know, I'm I'm a first generation female entrepreneur, and the uh, resources are quite. Mm -hmm. um, I love that marketing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's <laughs> wrong. Is that working? <laughs> What? No, I mean it's not even a first generation female Why? But that's a fact. It's a yeah. But it does work a lot because you know we we we're in a world of female empowerment, luckily, and yeah, I think it 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 should work. If it's not already working, it should work. Yeah. Well, well, um, um, actually, you know, like you, s actually, that's a good point. But um, there are a lot of uh, places where female is prefixed in a lot of other places, mm -hmm. and that then turns a news into a breaking news. And like, why you work not? In sales, by the way, right? Yes, I'm a I'm a salesperson. Yeah, I, can, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for over a decade, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah. Repeating the questions back, <laughs> the statements back to the client. Yeah. <laughs> no, understanding and and um, cross selling and yeah, achieving my targets mm -hmm. <laughs> and making more commissions. Mm -hmm. Why not? <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. But yeah, so um, 
your first generation female CEO, were your parents big into business or not so much? No, no. They, they, um, like I said, my dad uh, worked with oil and gas. So mm. he worked with Halliburton for about 45 years. Mm. And my mom uh, was a teacher. So, yeah, is a teacher. He worked with Alba? Uh, Halliburton. Oh, Halliburton. I thought Alba. I was like, oil and Alba. gas and Alba? Alba, I thought it was a watch company. No, eh? Alba is an aluminium company. Oh, no, oh, no. Okay. No, Halliburton. Okay. Okay. And uh, they came... How do they find themselves in, in the Middle East? Why not anywhere else in the world? So, Australia, for example, or US? So dad got transferred. Um, he was wi- he was at the Washington office. Um, you know, at the time, Dick Cheney was a part of Halliburton. And um, then he moved to... He was then uh, transferred to Saudi and then to Bahrain oh, and really then to far. Kuwait and then to Oman and to Dubai. So, yeah. My dad uh, was in Shell. Okay, <laughs> so okay. What a small world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you understand the pain. <laughs> Moving schools, new schools, new friends. It was just um, very weird. Mm. So, yeah. And that is what I resonate with Life 2.0. And then we're also, you know, doing a little community building of sorts. Because when expats come into a new country, they're so lonely. And they don't have people to meet or, or talk to. And how much can you go to a mall or 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 eat outside, right? So we're also offering... Is there anything else in Dubai than other than those three things? No. That's why we're also offering like a community build, like a community where, you know, we put these guys in a room and say, why don't you be friends? Because I'm sure you have the same pain points. You know, what schools to send your kids, where to hang out, what to do, plan activities together, all of that, so... If if I was... God, I don't mean to do conflict advice. Sorry. No, this please, is... please. I am no. I know? used to work as a consultant in the US, so I feel like it it, it it's like almost like a, like a rattlesnake. Like you <laughs> 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 can be like, oh no. <laughs> having my brain constantly. I'm only boring. learning from all of this, so I don't worry. I, take your clients that or your existing clients and do once a month, choose a bar and do an invite where you're constantly building that networking connection. One of the mm-hmm. biggest failures in business is that they don't take care of the suppliers, they don't take care of their existing customers. Yes. And so ensure that at least once a month, yeah. you don't have to like go to the most expensive bars. You, yeah. can, you can go to like a dive dump as yeah. long as it's like... Just putting all of them together in a room. room. Right, right. And you're just treating that nicely. Yeah. You don't have to go crazy. You can you can say first drink is on us guys, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. But you're building that connection. You're building that relationship. It's yeah. one of the things businesses don't do and they, they fuck up on, on number one. Yeah. Number two, your presenter, you've you've been on camera, you know how it works on camera. Right. Do content involving how to get jobs. Yeah. Uh, do content involving how to write a CV. Do content like that. That's very SEO friendly. Mm-hmm. Maybe on your website, have have a system where you can just input data and it puts it together as a formulated C- yes. C- CV. Yeah you're going to get a lot more SEO and searches than through that way. Right. And right. these are the avenues that you, you can really hit on a target to really branch out and, and, and build yourself in a bigger s- sphere. I'd love to. So so all of this is is a part of the plan. I'm I'm absolutely uh, loving how you're, you're, you know, you're sharing and we know we're doing something right. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to share, uh, you know, so right now we're, we're not even a quarter old. So, once we are about six months and we've started marketing, I will definitely reach out to you and tell you how we're doing. 
Yeah. Because all of I don't this. Know if that's a no, no, insult. no. No. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Because um like you've you've been suggesting mm -hmm. some some such great some great things. Um mm -hmm. and uh, it's almost like it was it used to be my job to do <laughs> You were a consultant, so it was. I thank you for repeating back my <laughs> statements to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> so so yeah, I'm I I definitely let you know how you know where we're at and yeah and about the the website um what you said was is is already you know a plan in place but for now we're collecting as much data as we can because you know it it just helps us understand what kind of people want to move and what's the number and so my last piece of advice take it or leave it <laughs> are you sure it's the last one i promise you i'm not going to say any more <laughs> of it um go and register your firm in nevada uh, it costs you about a thousand, one hundred dollars is what, five hundred? Uh, uh, four hundred dirhams. So it costs you about four hundred dirhams. Okay. To register your corporation in the U.S. Mm -hmm. That way you can introduce yourself to clients as a U.S. company and not an Indian company and not the UAE company, and that'll give you a whole different approach with clients than saying, "Hey." Okay. And the reason I'm suggesting this to you, I have. So many people on the show who who've come on and said either they registered with with dual licensing as a CR both in Bahrain and the U.S. Mm -hmm. And if you're worried about taxation from the U.S., uh, that isn't an applicable problem since you have two CRs and you can move costs from one into profit from another. And right. You so you don't have to worry about any kind of taxation. Right? Okay. Um, number main two reasons is obviously for for clients it, when they hear u.s company it's like much more prestigious than, value add than uh, uae and mm -hmm. the second reason is if distribute uh, uh, problems with partnerships because when it's legally registered only in bahrain it's mm -hmm. about who has the most wasta right in the uae who has the most wasta right my cousin my uncle blah 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 is this business yeah it's u.s registry mm. you know yeah there's there's not gonna be a lot of wiggle room yeah your your last advice was <laughs> is is uh, you know has has some yeah but but are you sure this was the last one maybe you're getting better at it no. <laughs> uh, getting better so the last wasn't great Jesus no, was, no you're getting better with every yeah. advice that you're giving me so, so that's it I'll, I'll age like a fine wine <laughs> Keep them in the back burner. Okay, but yeah, this is this is a great idea. We should think about it. But again, um, you know, we, you can we, do that today. It takes this much paper. Yeah, but again, because we're saying that we're a Dubai-based company and we're selling. So, what is our product? Our product is Dubai. Sure. You know, and if you're ba based in the U.S. selling Dubai, it just doesn't. So we could probably do that when we have Europe and we have no. You don't think so? I know. I know a person. Or maybe you don't know show. so. Uh, their company value was $50 million okay. until they announced that they're a Bahrain company and the valuation went down to $10 million. Oh, no. Overnight. And um, not even overnight. I think it happened like within the hour. Oh. Yeah. So. As bad as crypto. As bad and worse. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it just, it's, it's just a whole level of different prestige where you can right. say, yeah, we have, we have an office in Dubai and our headquarters is in the Okay. That's a whole different. Uh, yeah. Maybe regional office in Dubai and headquartered in the U.S. Yes, I'm, sh okay. I'm sure either you have training in marketing or one of your colleagues or partners or whatever. Yeah, they can they can rephrase the copy <laughs> or the wording. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought I'm gonna take it from the show, but no. 
But yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, tell me more about yourself. Um, what well, I mean, this is such an open-ended question. Can you can you be more specific? Well, I'd what do you to... want to talk about? Aliens, uh, nah. victimization, womanhood, manhood. Oh, I LGBT, you... whatever you want. Mm, what else can we talk about? I'm just I'm I'm just so concerned about like I'm already tired and you're you've just been doing this since eight in the morning so are you okay? Yeah, How course. many Red Bulls have you had? I drink around six coffees a day. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Plus, it gets into a routine after a while. Yeah. yeah. And you'd be surprised at how often I hear the same issues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quite frequently, yeah. Yeah. How, how, how about then you change your questions and maybe we'll talk about something different. Well, I just I don't asked want you to... about yourself. Okay. I? So, um, uh, I'm Indian and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you should cut that. It just came out like it's, it's a negative, but no. <laughs> so, um... Right. Um, I was born in India and, um, you know, and then I've, uh, because of my dad's uh, nature of job, we did move about a lot. And I think... Um, Are you a single child? Uh, no, I have two brothers. Okay. Um, so three of us, um, you know, had to move different schools and we were never at the same place for more than two and a half years. And we would have to leave midterm and then catch up, you know, in another school. So... That was difficult and I thought, oh my God, what a life. And and now when I look back at it, I feel like that is what, uh, you know, the exposure. We we literally ha had the opportunity of making friends with so many, you know, diverse cultures. And we, we already were in that, um, that run for, you know, diversity, right? So, um, yeah. And then so did that for a bit till I was in school. And uh, then I started work very early. I wanted to actually beat my dad at, you know, when he started working. So he started when he was 18. I started when I was 17. So you were very career focused and orientated then? Uh, yes. I feel like um, if you're not hungry, you're not living. Okay. You know, um, I'm, I'm extremely ambitious. And uh, that is when, um, and, I, and I wanted to do something on my own for a very long time. And finally, now is the you know, I, I started. So, yeah, extremely ambitious, very hungry, um, you know, want to, I, I set goals like every year. So my goals change. <laughs> and, okay. and so, um, you know, love chasing them on. And uh, yeah. Uh, and it's, you, your, your priority is for you more family or more career? Career by the looks of it. Um, no, I think uh, I have a pretty good balance at it. I don't know. To date. Um, yeah. I'm saying so um, priority changes well you know for example like say somebody's ill and like sick in the family I'd probably attend to that and you know give this a little break so it, it all depends and if I have a deadline maybe I don't have I can't see my family for about two three days because I'm working on a very tight deadline so it, it always changes okay yeah and do you, did, this is the interesting part to me is that at 17 you want to compete with your dad because what you you felt that you you didn't want to be like your mom. I'm assuming your mom was a stay at home mom. No, she she was also working. She was also working. Yeah, she she um she's actually a double. Uh, she she's basically done her master uh, masters, and um, you know she uh, is a teacher. Okay. So yeah, she also dealt with uh, autistic kids. Oh. So yeah. Good for her. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, with my dad, it was about because he always kept telling us, you know, I started really early. I started at a young age. You know how dads can just go on and on and on about a couple of things. So that was that was his, you know, way of saying, okay, so this is what I've accomplished. And Are I was you like, the oldest. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you know, why don't I beat my old man at this? Mm-hmm. You know, I started when I was 17. So start taking jobs, and um, I, I write a lot actually. So I started with writing jobs and. Yeah, that went on. And um, then I got into my journalism stint. Uh, that lasted for about four years. And then um, in in Bangalore, that's where I'm from. And then I moved to Delhi, worked there. Um, and then I came to Dubai and, and uh, in 2000, I came back to Dubai in 2011. And that's when I started working with like industries like uh, media. So I've, I've done sales and media. I worked with brands like Leech Times, Gulf News, Hot Media, all of that. So I sold everything that media could offer. Then I moved into payments, um, actually events after. So I did events, youth events, um, and then I moved to payments. And you, how so. did you find events? Um, you moved for a reason, I assume. Yeah, because then I thought, okay, there's nothing much that I can learn in this job. It wasn't profitable? Um, It was. But again, um, I, I feel that when I'm not learning, there's no growth. So mm-hmm. I, I'd done papers, I'd done radio, I'd done outdoor, I'd done digital, private jet magazines. So there was nothing left for me to learn about, you know, in terms of the media sales. So then I moved to events and then, you know, you had to sell partnerships and uh, sponsorships and all of that. So that was interesting because for me, it's it's about numbers, right? I always wanted to get like be, be into sales. So, yeah. And commissions were great. So, yeah. And then payments. And uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. And your two other brothers also here with you in Dubai? Uh, no, they're back home in India. Doing... Uh, my kid brother is um, has done his MBBS and now he's preparing for his um, B, uh, you know masters and he wants to get into management. Mm-hmm. And the other one um, has done his engineering mm-hmm. and he's How very Indian. Yeah, yeah, one doctor, one engineer. I was like, keep me away from this rat race. So uh, the other one, an <laughs> 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 entrepreneur. <laughs> sure, like that's not a rat race. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Tell me about that. How you work seven when, days a week. Remember when I said. First generation entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait till you tell me. I'm gonna feel like I'm eating glass every day. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I I hope not. <laughs> Please don't scare me anymore. I mean, it's already a roller coaster, right? One day is different from another. Like. Forget so. routine. That's out the window. And uh, you, you, it hasn't hit you yet, I because you've only like a few months in. It has. It that? has hit me. Trust me on this. It has. When 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 you start meeting your 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 staff's children, that's when it like there's like a heat. Then oh, you're like then you're like fuck me. <laughs> you know. So the best part is they're all in India. Mm-hmm. So my team is in India, mm-hmm. and so I don't have to meet their mm-hmm. kids. Just be in denial. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when that comes- We're gonna have bring your kids to office day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Is that another piece of advice? Mm-hmm. No, nope, I'm not. I told you, I'm going to let it sit and, and brood. It'll work itself out. Um, but yeah, so, so you're, you're two and a half months into it. Your family does. Your dad, oil and gas, mom, teacher, um, brother, doctor, brother, engineer. engineer. That's cool, very cool. difficult to remember. But Cool, cool. And you didn't, you've never felt to do anything in oil and gas? No. No. Not really. Was the money not good? Well, I didn't try. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, back in the day, the money was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't try. 
Welders, by the way, make a lot of money. Mm. I think about that fact a lot. Welders make crazy money. My dad was into um, finance, like so. It was, you know, accounting, payroll, the the, the money side of things. So yeah, mm. um, I didn't really. Uh, I actually tried aeronautics for a while. I did a I did a, a diploma in in aeronautical engineering, but I was like, no, 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 this is not this is not for me. Yeah. No. Well, you didn't like the numbers or the imagination or the. No, it was it was the physics. Okay. I mean, I I just couldn't get the head head and tail of it. Like, I just couldn't. Is that and a I pun? Was... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, no, no engineering. And how did this idea came about? You just you just were like what sitting about, on the couch one day and about just... about life two point zero. Yeah. Okay, so this is a this is an interesting story. So um, I have a lot of people shipping themselves to Dubai very often, right? And um, and they would just message call me, me up, yeah, and message me and call me up and say, "Hey, um, how can I go about this?" And I'm like, "Okay, this is what you do." And they're like, "Hey, thanks." You know, I mean, there was a lot of footwork, and we didn't know we were lost. And this has been happening time and again and time and again. It's been ten years to that, and. Um, uh, then it so happened that my co-founder he moved to Dubai, okay. and uh, when he moved to Dubai, it was literally like a like a whole like a hand-holding kind of experience for him. Wherein I, so he he basically got in touch with this company formation. Um, I don't want to take names, but this company formation um, uh, entity, and uh, they said, okay, this is the activity that best describes your then business whatever he was into and um he couldn't open a uh, open a bank account for about a year because apparently it was it was under the high risk category mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so he spent about 70 odd thousand dirhams mm-hmm. for nothing and uh, when i told him about where you know things went wrong and then um we were just sitting and having a chat about it and he said how many people do you help like this and i was like quite a lot of them and he's like did you think about monetizing this and i was like no and then um, we were just sitting and, you know, having a chat. And you still aren't. What? And you still aren't. Because you're not monetizing the people that you're coming into. You're monetizing the business. <laughs> we, that we're curing it. Yeah. Yes. But because, like, I like you know, I think I'm going <laughs> to change the narrative a little bit after this talk yeah. we had. But, yeah, um, honestly speaking, we are, story, we yeah. are thinking about it uh, because the numbers are great. Um, you know, we should, we, we are thinking about it, but for now I feel, um, the more applicant applicants that come into, because the, the, it's a service industry and word of mouth is, is extremely crucial for us at at this point. Maybe if we're six months into the business or. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. 10,000 applicants and you found uh, 10 people a job. That's, that's going to be fantastic. No, but, but that's, that's not the only thing we're doing. Mm. You know, we don't want to pose ourselves as a recruitment agency. Um, and we're not promising them jobs. We're just saying that we're going to help you. So if it happens, it happens. I mean, that's the first thing that we tell them that, hey, listen, we're you not. flights as well? Yeah. Okay. So really, you and taxis too? Yeah. Airport Jesus. pickup. Really? Yeah. So, so I'm telling you, all you need to do is pack your bags, land into the Dubai airport, tell us what terminal, and give us your flight number. We're going to pick you up from the airport drop you into your service apartment, hotel, whatever, because we have booked those service apartments and hotels. You got kids or you got a husband? There's no way that your your, your parents are not shitting on you right now. No, Um. so 
I'm married. Yeah. It's been six years. Okay. So, yeah. And you don't have kids yet? No. Okay. Because doing this while having kids is going to be <laughs> a disaster. Okay. So, so, yeah. Pick them up. Drop them to the, to the hotel. Um, and then give them the, their itinerary. And then, you know, show them places they want to rent or buy. So, all of that. And uh, also, um, then... Put them into like a community where they can, you know, feel that, oh, this is a this is a family and, you know, we can talk to them or whatever. So all of that, everything from A to Z in the first year of your move, obviously, because after that you've, you're settled and, you know, you don't need that kind of handholding. Okay. 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 And, okay. And how, how did you source your investment from? Currently we're bootstrapped. Okay. Yeah. And we're looking for investors actively. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a couple of conversations, but unfortunately, the vision that we both have as co-founders. Um, it's, a, it's a business and a, and a marriage. No, no, no. My co-founder is not my husband. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a, I mean, a friend. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why you said it in such a weird way. <laughs> no, because because it's it's just so unfair because you you thought that, you know, it, it's a... It's a husband and wife partnership, so. I was, no, I, I, I've, I've, I haven't heard of any husbands and wives partnerships that, that ended well. Oh, I well. should tell you a lot about a lot of them. Uh, that ended well? That they're all going on well. Yeah. Like in that. terms of work, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. Okay. Uh, the one name that comes to my mind right now is Sugar Cosmetics. Of because course. I met her very recently. She's amazing. And uh, she was talking about, in, in fact, the pan, she, was a, she was a part of the panel. And uh, one of the questions was, how do you manage your family and husband and, you know, work and you both work together? And she said something that just stayed with me. And she said, um, uh, you know, why do you have to manage any of it? Right. And at work, we're, we're colleagues and at home, it's a different relationship. So, yeah. Are you thinking about your next question? No, I'm just letting that statement stew. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, um, my co-founder is a friend. Um, my ex-colleague, we worked in Delhi together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And your husband does? He works with uh, a media company. Uh, he works with Times of India. So, you're, you're, you're going to use your, your husband's, I guess, media arm with experience to help push your media arm on this business, no? You want to uh, use your local resources. Yeah, well... Honestly speaking, a lot of my partnerships and a lot of my, you know, work that has happened currently uh, with Life 2.0 is because of my network. Of course. And um, especially over LinkedIn, because I've got such tremendous help from people. I mean, I just had to, you know, send them a message saying, hey, listen, I think I'm stuck somewhere. Do you think you can connect me to somebody you know? Because I see a lot of like mutual connections. Do you think this person would be able to help me out? That's old, That's old sales. That's sales coming out right there. No, <laughs> no. But, you know, uh, thankfully it did because it, it really helped for me. And, uh, you know, it your really network helped is your net worth. Me. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, you know, my co-founder had said this, who are we? A sum total of our all the network that we have. So... Yeah, that's something to take away. <laughs> okay, okay. And you've been doing, so you've really resigned from your old job? Or? Yes, I have. Okay, so yeah. you're all in now. Yeah. So, okay. Full-time with uh, LAC 2.0 since September 1st. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, and you haven't hit up your 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 family extended family for funding for the for for the firm. No, I haven't. Not yet. Too much pride, or um, no, it's not that. Um, I was wi- like I wanted um to take the conversation to I I know friends and family has worked with a lot of big brands that we know today in terms of investment, um, but I wanted to take the concept to them when we had something. Uh, to to talk about right, but right now we are done with all the partnerships, and now I can have that conversation with them. So now we're we're ready to have those conversations. Is the site live and everything else. Sorry. Is the website? Live? Oh yes, yeah, since the first of September, mm-hmm. and that's how we got the forms. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, the clients. First of September. Yeah. Okay, because you said it was founded on twenty first of September. Uh no, it the website is live from the twenty first of September. You're right. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so retake, retake, retake. <laughs> okay, you're a good listener. <laughs> yeah, comes with a job. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, so we we went live on the 21st of September, and that's when we that's how we have all the database. Is this is this really what you want though? I do. I've I've not wanted anything else as badly as I wanted to do this. Okay. Being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm made for the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I know you said it's not hit me yet, but it's not just that. I think I'm just standing there and saying bring it on. So not that. I mean, there's 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 multiple things about entrepreneurship, you know, your reach needs to exceed your your grasp for what else is heaven for. You know, you're you're battling constant demons, the everything else kind of like falls to the wayside. You become just that one individual. Like everything else falls away, uh, especially it, it it demands such a high level of not just excellence, commitment, commitment mm. that everything else you it's like a trade with the devil, it, it, and you don't even guarantee that you get make it. That's the worst part of it. Like everything else falls to the wayside. Uh, not going to Christmas with family, uh, spending birthdays uh, with 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 clients. You know everything else kind of. Dissipates. Revolves around the work, yes. And if if that's like what what brings you joy, and you can accept that as being your identity, and seeing I am that, then that's fine. But uh, if you're sitting here and saying, hey, you know what, I want to have both best of both worlds, some people manage it, mm-hmm. but most people. Well, I'm don't. aiming at being um, the latter. Uh, you know, everyone loves to have everyone loves to have everything. Yeah. For now. Um, yeah, things have been extremely busy, uh, you know, which, but, but again, um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing how, uh, I've, I've not had like a, like a bad day because, um, you know, till now I think we've not, you know, encountered that kind of, um, negative, but, uh, I know there will be days when, you know, I, I just want to maybe hide in a corner and cry, but, <laughs> but it's not so much that you, you just like start you, you start eating at yourself and and you think to yourself hey you know what is this worth the effort i'm not seeing the results that I'm, that, that i want um but you know what the best part is i've been doing sales mm-hmm. so that has already happened mm-hmm. you know there are there are months when you don't meet your target mm-hmm. and you and you feel like shit mm-hmm. so i have maybe been preparing myself for this so yeah you but know the, di- the difference in sales is that you're, you're guaranteed a dividend, mm. right? And mm. in this position, 
you're guaranteed nothing because even if you you if your target is let's say 10 sales or whatever to, yeah. to break even yeah. you hit eight not only are you fucked but everyone on your staff is fucked yeah right so that that's the the thing that really drives you and then you're 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 stuck between the hard position of of do i grow do i invest in this do i rather do that and every decision kind of like weighs on you and weighs on you and weighs on right, you. right so it's it's not an easy process it's never been like a place that no one has anyone who tells you that being an entrepreneurship being an entrepreneur is easy they fucking lie to you because you work 80 hours to not yeah. have to work 40. yeah so yeah and you get none of the securities or benefits yes um it's it's all true uh i completely agree but again i feel sorry um, for being doom and gloom no, no, um, you know, it, I mean, it's a reality check, right? If not anything. So um, I understand all of these problems, but I think I was, I already was preparing myself for it. So for now, I am in the best of my energies and, you know, I'm just so positive. So um, as and when maybe there is a challenge, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll... And you're what, 28? I'm 36. You're 36? Well, you don't look it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you're, you're expecting to see... Where, let me rephrase that. You expecting to to be able to hit Can Canada by what? Um, your fortieth birthday, your thirty ninth birthday. Hit Canada in terms of the market that yeah. we're servicing. We already have partnerships in place in Canada. Okay. Um, UA and Canada for now. Um, so by the time I'm forty, I think that we are. The aim is to at least bring about half a million people mm -hmm. to wherever they they want to be settled mm -hmm. into so yeah maybe in the next four years that's my vision okay yeah and that's what we aim to do with life 2.0 just bring at least five hundred thousand people from you know say india pakistan bangladesh sudan philippines wherever to say like a uae obviously is is priority um U us canada parts of europe wherever they and feel like they want to be do you are you not concerned with the dogmatic the dogmatic narrative that's occurring now in the gcc about uh, nationalization yes emiratization Dakinization, yes. saudiization yeah because that affects you. yes it, it does <laughs> you it does but again canonization as well yeah but again you're um you know you're you're uh, but there's only a certain percentage that is for now expected yeah for now um and then we then probably shift you know our focus to other countries yeah um say maybe a canada or australia so do you, does it not make more sense to 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 focus your energy rather than in canada and australia than it is in but it's not as easy as coming to dubai because dubai is like welcoming people with open arms right now for now yeah i mean making um till about say five years ago um no, nobody knew what golden visas were mm -hmm. um you know and now with just an investment of about uh, say 1.5 million dirhams mm -hmm. you get a golden visa and it's up it's valid for 10 years so things are also moving in the positive here in dubai so you know we're just hoping we 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 sorry to i didn't mean to to, to look away and, and uh, i'm still listening uh, we just had um dr mansoor that was the guy who, who walked past here Hey, uh, what's his second name? Ali? 
Dr. Mansour. He has he he does this fashion ob, stuff ob, with. Ob, 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 oh yeah, I know this guy. That's what I was thinking. He looks very familiar. Yep. Um, he does all these fashion events, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. He's talking about. Oh, that, I should. That there's more. Emiratization coming. Oh, okay. That I didn't know. Well, I'm telling you now. It's yeah. The show itself. Yeah. So be forewarned. But yeah, you wanted to connect. I can give you his, his, his uh, details. Later. No, I, I am connected with him. And I'm just going to maybe drop him a message saying, hey, you know, I, I just... Because I, I just kept thinking, where did I... I thought you were looking at me funny <laughs> when I was walking past. <laughs> no, I was just trying to put put his face. And I was like, where ha- where do I know this guy from? So now that you mentioned, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So about emiratization, um No, I mean, so you, you did beauty fashion on the Lifestyle magazine or how did you guys then know each other? No, we got connected on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and then we spoke about a couple of, um, like I said, when I was doing events, we spoke about a, a couple of sponsorships for his events. So mm-hmm. that's how we got connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think he, he mentioned to me that he's struggling finding sponsorships for, for events. Um, oh. Which I don't I mean... Maybe doesn't have a good sales team. I don't. I, I, from oh, what he, I understood from events and stuff like that, especially when it's beauty and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, and it's, Dubai is the place to be for for such events. You know. I don't know what to tell you. So I I, I find it very strange that that there's no beauty makeup eyelash whatever business or fashion who who would want to sponsor the event or put cash in it. Okay, has he? probably spoken i don't know maybe if he has but huda beauty i mean pardon me huda beauty i, I don't i don't that's, know that's if that's the name that's the name okay oh how do you not know huda katan i mean okay so she basically owns this brand called huda beauty and uh she's one of like she's a beauty mogul <laughs> i know but you do a lot of like shows and, you speak and shows? to people so yeah yeah i think you should just look her up yeah when dan comes yeah so maybe he can speak with her but like why why we talk? yeah but like like for me like i know like like chanel like Armani, yeah but this is a makeup like, brand i'm sorry i i i i, I oh, of course should. i mean yeah <laughs> all the time oh, of course what was it Huda yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry of about that yeah. of course okay <laughs> yeah Okay, so any other plans other than than this business? Are you going to go into anything else? Uh, For now, this is my focus. Mm -hmm. Maybe, um, you know, uh, for now, I I can't say much. No no kids, I assume, then? No. I mean, (laughs) I don't have plans for it right now. But maybe someday, inshallah, in the near future. The clock is ticking, huh? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on. Why? Uh, why do you sound like you know like, a bunch like of old dad? ladies in India? Yeah. <laughs> the clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. No, I don't want to listen to listen to that on the show. Hey, that's part of the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. So maybe inshallah, want, but I'm listen, not saying you, if no. If you don't want kids, you don't want kids. You don't. Have no, to no, have no. Kids. I'm not saying no. Of course, I, I, I would love to have kid single <laughs> kids no <laughs> you said it almost, almost no 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 so vile. i had to correct myself kid i would love to have one but i'll give you an instant not. replay kid kid <laughs> with that expression yeah okay with, got it full of, full of venom and vile 
<laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not you're not you're not into big into kids. That uh, sounds weird. You're not you don't feel like you're going to have kids. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, okay. <laughs> This I is a podcast. Not, I'm trying to learn about you. We talk I, about your business. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So, uh, I, I can't say I'm not into kids, but I am. I mean, I, I find them cute. But you don't know till you have one of your own if you're into it or not. I mean, into them or not. Sorry about that. So. <laughs> this is an old sales trick again. No, but no, no, no. So, okay, so cool. um, I'm, I'm open to the idea, but I think for now, my focus is like... I think like girls can be zero. into kids. I think when guys are into kids, that's an issue. I think that's, that's the problem. <laughs> so can I ask is, you the same thing? Like, so yeah. are you married? Do you have kids? Nope. Nope. I don't have any kids. I'm not married. Okay. Um... I don't know if I want. But the to. clock is ticking. For me, it ain't. <laughs> Biology. I got. I got the lucky gender. I rolled the dice and won it. Oh, don't say that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, Your I, female listeners are gonna take offense. Lucky gender. That's that's not. Absolutely, the lucky gender. Fine. Absolutely. Okay. We get less life expectancy. Sure. Uh huh. We we die younger. We do stupider stuff. Okay. We get less mature. We don't have the same amount of emotional connections. Okay. But I that, still think. Okay, is that your portrayal on men? Gen are you generalizing it? Because you said we. Yeah, I'm generalizing it. Okay. I think I think I, I think I, I don't think I'm pushing the envelope too hard by saying that men are, do do not express as much emotions as females. I think okay. that's I don't think that's that's especially in our so culture. So you're not talking about man babies. Do you? Th but are man babies expressive of emotions to other men? No. Or women. Work? To women, right? Yeah. And that's not I, I like I'm I don't doubt that that doesn't exist, but I'm <laughs> I'm not a female, so I've never been in that situation of, okay. of witnessing a man baby uh -huh. or their trump <laughs> or their tantrums. Okay, so you're 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 away from the drama, away from the gossip, so that's why you can call yourself the lucky gender. That's why I can call myself a lucky yeah. gender. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure if 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 we would switch genders for a day. You would not want to switch back. No, I don't want to switch genders for a day. I'm very happy being a woman. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you. I won the dice at life. No, there's, there's, no. It's it's amazing. No. Absolutely. Okay. You don't have to be worried to get pregnant. You don't have to worry. I'm still not worried to be, get pregnant. I said that. And you reminded me about the whole, you know, the, the clock no, is ticking. No, I'm talking kind of about thing. like as, as throughout your entire life. Okay. Not at this particular moment in your life. You know, there's so many women who are worried about being mums and then unfortunately they they can't conceive or they don't conceive when they want to. So it's everything's it like irony, doesn't it? Everything's <laughs> destiny, right? Yeah. You know, they've like been trying for years and months together and then each time they're on their period, you know, their 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 world comes crashing down and they're devastated and they feel like maybe I'm not worth it and all of that self Question like IV, IF, IF, I, 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 IVF, 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 yeah. yeah, but sometimes even that doesn't work for a couple of them. And IVF is extremely expensive. Okay, and what yeah. about a surrogate? Do you know in many parts of the world it's illegal? Is it illegal here? Oh, I don't know. Uh, here, here I've not heard of surrogacy, but I know that in India it's illegal now. It's illegal now because. Yeah. It, you know the reasons why. The, the, some of the orphanages, it's crazy. Yeah, but surrogacy and orphanages. Yeah, because um, because they they the they would they would give the surrogate mom um um 
multiple eggs. Mm-hmm. So it's very common that for them to have do- tri- uh, triplets oh. or 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 um, twins. Okay. But the family only wants one. Okay, that's. So they send the the other two kids then into an orphanage. Wow. Hey, India has wild stuff happening like left, right, and center. But yes, there's, so there's orphanage of of like a rainbow, hmm. where you have like kids of literally every orientation and that's color. That's so sad. That's so crazy. Are you joking? And that's... they all speak Hindi. So you have like a ginger like speaking Hindi. <laughs> you have like a Chinese so cool. kid speaking Hindi. It's amazing. I mean, it's not amazing. It's it's crazy. But again, it's so sad that they don't want to take all of their kids and they just want one because. You know, they just well, gonna... they paid for one. They want one. Oh. Oh. Maybe the, maybe the mom says if you want two, you have to you have to pay double. And they're like, you know what? We don't have the money. No, that. that's not what it is. I mean, I don't I don't know the business, so <laughs> I don't want to go. Yeah, you don't want to explore it. You don't want to see the financial of it. No, so it started with my pregnancy, yeah. and now it's gone to surrogacy. No, I I <laughs> I think I'm gonna stay away from this topic. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, so surrogate moms, you know, no, yes, maybe. No, we were talking about lucky gender. I'm saying that because guys, they can have children when they're 90. Yeah, that's, that's not. We don't have a clock particularly ticking on our end. Yeah, but what about the quality of the sperms? So you just have to do it more. <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> when you're 90? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you, yeah there's... And who, who are you going to do it? <laughs> Because I think it's an income thing, right? Uh. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's ever been the issue in human history, has it? Okay, I've 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 learned a lot of things on your show today. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Oh come on! <laughs> what are you talking about? You work in sales. You telling me you you've never seen an old dude with like a young girl? Uh, I have. There we go. Is it uncommon? Um, not really. Yeah. So two points. Yeah. For me. So, Hamad two, Noran zero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This sounds like a World Cup score, but yeah. yeah. Well, when did, where did India even go to the World Cup? Who? India? No. 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 It's weird. India and China for some reason. Yeah. Considering how large the population is, that they can't put together like a team of eleven. Well, I'm hoping in the next World Cup we will have the team they say that everywhere <laughs> oh, oh shit is this statement beaten to death yeah okay then i will just i mean with a billion people there must be 11 who are good at football um yeah but you don't think mm. there's money in it no um i mean now things in india about sports is getting better i mean cricket i mean you, you i mean yeah imran cricket. khan became prime minister because of his popularity as a cricket player was it imran khan that was pakistan yeah pakistan yeah yeah I mean, it was the same country prior to 1947. Yes. And I'm sure there is... Uh, there. Okay, I can give you a better example. Um, the governor of... Is it Bombay? Um, he was a former mus- musician who did the song Disco Dancer. Papilari? I think so. Not sure. You've never heard the song Disco Dancer? Disco uh, Dancer. No. No, I haven't. What have you been doing with your life? What has been going on? Studying. Yeah? <laughs> Clearly not. Well. We we didn't have TV time. Okay. So all we were allowed to watch TV was between 2 and 3 um, after school, Channel 33, because there were cartoons mm. on air at the time. And that's that's about it. I When I when I was growing up I, oh, in Saudi, we only had black and white. 
<laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm, oh no. Yeah. Well, the, this was the, the where I grew up in the at the age of of religious police was like they were there to fist you. Okay. And uh, I grew up on like Three Stooges. I dream a genie. Um, uh, Adam's family. Oh. Um, so f- for the earliest shelters I have in my mind is all black and white, black and white, black and white. Okay. And then and then when we had satellite, when I was much older, like I don't know, 10, 12, something like that. Uh, then it was then it was only Discovery Channel. Okay. So oh, Discovery yeah. Channel and that's it. That was um, Thursday night for us because Channel Thirty Three aired a Bollywood film. Yeah. And if it if it was a romantic film, then it was Discovery Channel. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, so you never know. <laughs> Maybe in the first 15, 20 minutes, once the song starts, and then you know there's there's some you know hand holding or anything that would just like change the channel and Discovery. So yeah, then we would like look at turtles underwater and you know documentary on whales and all of that. I hated that. I hated I hated animals. I always hated animals. <laughs> From, I was always interested in the engineering, how it's made was one of my favorite shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Explain like how like a kind of. Coke so we made. grew up with Tom and Jerry, Pink Panther, Captain Majid, um, Arthur, Arthur, mm. uh, and also Captain Planet mm. and all of that stuff. And then I was I was like much older. I was like fourteen or so when I discovered like like more cartoonish things. Um, Captain Planet, I remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I yes. Remember. Yeah. Um, I remember Freakazoid. Uh, that's about it. Okay. All the, all the whole, the, the Mickey Mouse thing and all of that other stuff was just. Mm, I remember. Okay. That was way younger. Uh, yeah. I, had, I think I had Bambi. Ripley's Believe It or Not is. Yeah, was something I, that we used to watch. Yeah. Crystal Maze was something we used to watch. I, you know that game show? I, I I I didn't I didn't watch game shows when I was growing up because I found them boring. But I watched the, the Twilight Zone a lot. You went to oh. the door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't know it? Not sure about this one now. That's yeah, amazing. Twilight Zone. No, didn't watch this one. A Scooby Doo. Ugh, I found it so boring. I love it, especially when when I lo- I love Scooby Doo, especially now when I'm much older. Oh, I didn't go back to. No. Now we have so much on Netflix. No, I, I, I when, if, when I'm an American, I can legally uh, smoke weed. That's what I then watch. And then <laughs> it's Scooby Doo and weed are just like this perfect combination. It's amazing. It's just amazing. <laughs> okay. Hey, you gotta try Now it. we know what you do in your, with your free time. Yeah, if I'm an American, in, in, sure. in the US. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I wouldn't, I don't know what the fuck you get here. I don't, I don't trust that shit. I'd never touch it here. <laughs> what are you worried for? <laughs> Here you don't get anything. Of course you do. Okay, I I don't know. Shut. Mm. Uh, no, I don't. Honestly, I honestly don't. You're telling me that all the banking sectors here they don't they're not uh, knee high up to cocaine. No. Hundred percent. I have zero idea. idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, okay. we can edit this parts out. No, it no, doesn't matter. no. Even even if it. Even if it was going on air, like honestly, I I, I don't have any idea. <laughs> no, no, mm. no. I'm serious. I don't. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's even 
like worth doing it here because you're building a career and then imagine you get caught and what are you talking about and then you you get you get deported and you get in you're you're put in jail what are you talking about uh, coke is so prevalent that the entire banking industry in london is run on it there's a goldman sachs has a has a hidden room for it wow american express has a special room for it i know because i have a friend who who who, who took so much uh, okay he took so he he bought so much coke that his dealer bought himself a patak philippe consider that consider that for a moment so and and the yeah yeah, yeah. and the, the so so he was using his dealer as his private taxi service so he'd pick up and drop off <laughs> oh my god yeah you know can i just repeat myself i'm learning a lot on your show today well there you go you know and uh, yeah so uh, that's like a hundred thousand dollars watch yeah okay well he's got an issue he's got a, he's got a problem no, he does he does so, is he okay i think so yeah okay. um i mean he does it daily he doesn't go to sleep so it's like having a glass of wine for him with yeah. food yeah <laughs> red wine nose. because it you know it, it helps you digest sure 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 <laughs> we're trying to go to that level, right? no but uh, you know good for him hmm. Hmm. yeah he could have bought a house instead yeah but yeah he has a chauffeur Re- <laughs> Anna Patek Philippe. Uh, well, yeah, well, th- th- yeah. His <laughs> dealer has some taxi. <laughs> okay, this is uh, some story. Yeah. No, yeah. My, my favorite way was how he explained it to me. He's like, you. He was like, he was like, hey, Hamad, you're never gonna believe this. Um, my my dealer has a taxi leap, and I was like, oh, m- you know must must be good and then he kind of like looked a little upset just like a little grumpy and he was like um yeah he picked me up and then he took off the watch and showed it to me and uh, told me that i'm the one that bought it for him <laughs> oh my god that must have hurt <laughs> i didn't insult the injury <laughs> oh god yeah, yeah he shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah, who cares Maybe maybe that was the dealer's. But I, one day wait. maybe when he gets into TED talks yeah. and he talks about this, yeah, saying He's guys, <laughs> <laughs> saying guys, um, you know, I I want to talk about how these things are addictive and a lot of these guys, you know, want to come back into and then go to rehab and talk about motivational, you know, these talks where and they say so this can be a part of his TED talk. When he says, it's, "There's so much wastage mm. with food in Indian weddings that you can actually feed about a thousand people." I mean, that's there was a lot of people in that wedding, hmm. but uh, yeah, that was some funny stuff. You, you've never experienced anything wild like that, no. What about your own wedding? How was that? Um, it was a very intimate wedding, um, hundred people, mm-hmm. out of which. Uh, Yeah, and the reception had 300 people, but the nikah was about 100 people, 50 people from my side and 50 people from his side, and that's about it. So it was uh, like I don't. It was it was with the whole love marriage. It had or yeah yeah it was a love marriage yeah 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 a lot of pushback on that or what family a lot of pushback on um uh, not really uh actually you know the same thing the clock is ticking kind of yeah <laughs> reference yeah. but um there there was not a i mean i can't say there was a lot of pressure yeah 
Yeah. Listen, yeah, I, we, we started the conversation saying that, that, that it's, 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 it's better to be a guy in this world. And mm. I'm going to stick to that. Uh, and I'll die on that hill, especially since, since you use that marketing term of first female CEO. You, <laughs> you know, we, we agree to disagree. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I respect counter, your counter, counter my point. What's, no, what's so great? About being a woman? Mm. Sure, you give life. But I mean, you require the other half of that equation. Okay, why is this going back to childbirth and kids? Because it, it has to be something that's interesting. No, do you just want to talk about your business that's been alive for three months? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so there's your answer. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's not even born yet properly. Let it, let it grow. Okay, so um, what's interesting? I mean, we, I don't know. We um, actually have never been asked this before. So I'm I'm thinking about what to say. I'm happy that I'm the first person who, who made you question your gender. Yeah, like what <laughs> what makes you think that it's a it's a better deal to be a woman than a man? Yes, yeah. say it more sarcastically, <laughs> venomous. Go on. So um, I can't actually advice. think of. I said, oh, you're not getting any more advice from me. <laughs> 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 you already told me that was your last one. No, I said I And then you give the me something else. <laughs> the rest of them just going to give it I'm in. just going to keep like, messaging you on LinkedIn saying, "Hey, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. thought for the day, what do you have to share with me?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell and I'll tell you the same I'll tell you right now. Male gender male, male gender way way better okay and then i will say agreed so what is the advice <laughs> <laughs> i like how you gave up like whatever move on anything for business <laughs> uh -huh. it's all about that, that dollar dollar bill y'all so how much money is enough money for you actually that's the best part uh i can't put a number to it because i um you're crazy you know, I, why why you're crazy because um you know uh, like when you know you can get to a level and then you've achieved it, there's a sense of satisfaction. And I, I, I will say Alhamdulillah, but then I would want more. And I think that's how we're designed to be, right? Okay, so I'll take back the word we, but no, that's no, how. No, no, seriously. I mean, you, you, like, listen, I, I can guarantee it. Every, every person who's, who's, who's crossed that boundary will tell you almost assuredly that at a certain point, mm -hmm. It starts being problems. Okay. Maybe when I get that kind of money, I will see those problems on my no, own. Because then, <laughs> like, suddenly you're worried about your safety. Suddenly you're worried about, like, like people... You hire bodyguards. That's expenditures. You're suddenly worried about people... But if you have you. that kind of money, why would you care about hiring you think, bodyguards for your safety? But you don't think, like, like, like... Oh, I'm loving this conversation. I think I'm going to manifest all of this. Yeah? Yeah, bodyguards, you know, go to a mall with like... But you don't think like like Bill Gates, and Elon, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos are really happy with their lives? Do you really think that they're sitting there and going like, they're not worried about about people blackmailing like like with Jeff Bezos, his fucking mm. brother, the, 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 the brother of his girlfriend took his dick pics and shit like that and... and, and does he still have the kind of money after his alimony? I mean, to be black? I mean, half a billion is still half a billion. Or uh, no, sorry, I don't know how much he has now. Okay. But it's 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 in the billions. I know. Um, I know. Uh, Elon Musk is very unhappy because we see it on Twitter every day. Why do you think he's unhappy? You don't think he's he's just living life? Is that somebody who is happy and who's mentally stable? I mean, that those kind of tweets and and the whole like employee. You work in media. Come on. 
Yes, I do. But now I have a. I mean, he's a he's a genius. Okay. Do, do you? He's a great businessman, but like he's he's making a lot of people lives hell. But, I mean, that's what I read but and I see. Do, just for a second, let's let's. I just want to put a pin in it for one second. Do you not think that a man at that stature makes calculated moves? Do you not yes. think like with like uh, um, Joe Rogan, um, uh, Donald Trump, and Elon Musk, all three do the same thing, which is yeah. you make a dumpster fire, you don't apologize, you move on to the next. You know why fire. he did that though, right? It gets you the media attention. We're talking about no, no, about no, it. no. Um, it's also not about the media attention. It's also about the money that he saved from what. F so, so when you're um, I think they they had to be compensated for about three months or six months because they were laid off mm -hmm. according to their previous contract. So he laid them off and then he sent an email saying, you know, we miss you and you know we thought this was a this was this was a bad idea. Called them back, renewed their contract, and then fired them again with just one month of severance. Okay, if if that's what happened, then if it works, it works. I'm happy that that it worked. Yeah, he saved money, yeah. but. But then, I mean, okay, I hope... I mean, none of these people are, like, like struggling, you know, factory workers. I'm not going to feel bad for a guy who's earning, or girl, $150,000 Yeah, but a, then, um, you know, but then a, a lot of them are, are on this particular visa. I'm forgetting the name in the, in the U.S. I'm, I'm sure you know about this. Uh, H2C, whatever, yeah. Some business visa or some job Employment visa. Wherein, visa. Yes, yeah. um, you know, wherein uh, they have certain validity and then if they run past that validity without getting another job and then they have to no, move out of... Oh, they don't? No, they don't. Okay. You can that do, I didn't know. Yep. You, you can go right now with your Indian passport. You can do, go to a... Th these cities are called Sunset Cities. Okay. New York. Um, I'm not sure if Seattle is part of them, but Los Angeles is. Mm -hmm. And you can take your passport and you can mm -hmm. burn it for all you want. And they will never be able to extradite you as long as you don't commit a crime. Because those are cities that, that don't, don't commit extraditions. Okay. And it has to be... It can't be like a small crime. Okay. It has to be like a severe crime. Like getting caught with weed, for example, mm -hmm. is not enough of a reason to deport you from from one of those sun. Okay, sun like the cities. attempt to murder kind of crimes. Uh, drunk, drunk driving, okay. stuff like that. It has to be uh, either federal offense or mm -hmm. something that that that's by the by. Okay. But you, you, you oh, today, just I didn't know. You can go there. Okay, okay. No, I'm I'm happy you're enough. Just launch my business. So I think there I'm you go. <laughs> and I'm gonna take up on the Nevada. Idea. Idea? Yeah, yes. you're going to steal yes. it? Yes. Cool. Have it. You All gave year. it to me. I gave it to you. <laughs> yes. I didn't remember saying this. Where did I, did I sign anything here? What's going Thankfully, on? Thankfully, it's on record. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I have to think about that. Yeah. 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 And also the fact that you are much, uh, what did you say? You're. Go on. The, the privileged part of being a man. Yeah. Right? So all of this is on record. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I've said nigger on camera. What do I care? I've, got... <laughs> I've, okay. I've pushed the envelope as far as it can go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a weird one because I got a lot of a lot of weird comments about that. Where I'm like, like hate, trolled, what? No, I mean people are like, oh, you can't say that and stuff like that. And I was oh, like, what? they were educating me. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> no. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Um, the, sorry, I felt like I was in the office there for a second. <laughs> that was, I Did I remind reflex. you of your boss, who was a man? Um, no, uh, that's how I talked to myself. Oh wait, have you have you worked with female bosses? Yes. 
Who was what was better? Male boss. Female? Yeah. I felt like I could connect better with a male boss. Okay. Okay. You're just standing very strongly on the point that you made and you don't want to. No, it's I don't have to from that perspective. I'm, I'm you could connect better. How? Like well, I've worked weird jobs and I've 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 met weird people. Um prime example when I was working in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, every Friday, our boss would take us to a strip club, and this was a B two B business. Oh, okay. So you connected better. Exactly. With <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got when you said stuff. connected better, I was thinking on okay, Golf? what is it that? No, no. I I was thinking, what is it that a female boss wouldn't understand? Okay. Oh. <laughs> so you you mean perks are better? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. And I I felt like with with a guy, you you just you can you can. It depends on the level of respect, but. I've never felt like like I can't joke around with a guy, you know. I never felt that I had to like calm down, like measure your words, measure my words a lot more. Yeah. Like if a client is being like a, a cunt, I can just be like that client is being a cunt, mm. right? And yeah, but because also there, I mean, but I wouldn't know. say that in front of the client, obviously. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm saving terms oh, of. Oh, hey, yeah, you're the cunt client, are you? Right. <laughs> No, also because there are a lot of work ethics and, you know, all of that in place, right? And in such it, organizations. and. I mean, yeah. I mean, like uh, banking and stuff like that. You can only... Were be, you a banker? Uh, not so much. No, I was a consultant and I did finance okay. as well. Okay, okay. But I never wanted to be in the banking sector itself. But I had to deal with bankers and I had to deal with lawyers. And they're much more uptight in the office. Right? Yeah, because of yeah, because work it's corporate ethics standards and, and work ethics. Yeah. That's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. You don't yeah. have to act like you're in high school all the time. Right. Uh, but when or maybe go to the pantry and abuse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they do that there too. Um, but uh, no, uh, in the bar and whenever it would be like off time, like then that facade would come off. Okay. Right, and okay. I they would then be like more their general like self. Right. And that's the thing I hated most about us that kind of like. Fakeness, exactly. <laughs> what an actress! Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I understand. No? Yeah, maybe. Um, what about also... you? You work with female bosses? Yes, I have. And I have. Um, so my. You know, stop probing me with your facial expressions. I'm, I'm trying to put an answer together. <laughs> immediately, when? immediately. Because. Uh, uh huh. I'm I'm thinking about what to say, right? I just don't want to like blurt an You want to be political? No, no. Um, honestly speaking, I connected with my male bosses better than I did connect with my female bosses because, um, they would just. You've got a lot of male energy, so I can. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, I'm taking that. That yeah. compliment, okay. So, um, because whatever you would try to tell your female boss, they would always sound like, oh, I've been there, done that. You have cramps, I've been there, done that. But I still showed up to work. And I'm like, I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, it's it's not. So So you think your male boss let you got away with that and stuff? No, they would at least be sympathetic about it. What would the, like, if you. And they would empathize and they would say, okay, you know, if can, you, can if, you. If I, if I, let's imagine. This power yeah. dynamic for a second. Yeah. If I was your boss and he yeah. came to me, I had cramps. I would look at you like this. I would go. Uh, what does that mean? What do you want me to do? No. That, that would be my response. No. So I would I would just not come to you and tell you I have cramps. I would say I'm not feeling too well. Can I maybe work from home? 
Okay. You know, and if you said that to a male boss, um, I mean, I'd say yeah. Yeah, right? You'd say yeah, you could go, but if you said that to a female boss, they'd be like, <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you can, but why don't you just, you know, be here for another 2 hours, finish your assignment and then maybe, you know, go back home and take a break. And then you'd just be like, and they'd be like, come on, you're strong. Mm-hmm. You know, you're powerful. Mm-hmm. You can fight this. Why don't, can I give you a painkiller? Mm-hmm. And where does that question go? Like, you're not sure if that means, okay, you can have a painkiller, go home, or just stay in the office. So conversations are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree I'm, with And that. I'm going to change that. Oh, my God. You made my <laughs> eyes roll backwards. I'm going to get you eye drops for yeah. all the eye rolls. Appreciate today. it. Appreciate <laughs> it. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt like with, with the female bosses, not so much what you were indicating. I felt like I did, like, I, because I don't have cramps. Um, I felt like, I felt like I always had to walk more on eggshells and I couldn't express certain words or certain ways. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be, you know, too radical. My pitches and ideas had to be more, like toned down, right? You know, like uh, like I would I would could pitch something very different to 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 a male uh, team head than to a female team head. What don't you think it's also because you're more comfortable and you 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 feel that it's going to be perceived in a in a different way? No. So you already toned down your ideas, or well, it's unfair to me to say that because I'm making a huge generalization on 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 people. But for example, like uh, sometimes I'd, I'd pitch, you know, especially to my male boss, hey, you know what? If we do X, Y, and Z, we can probably cut staff by like seventy percent. Okay. You know, we can we can get rid of a lot of heads here. Save that fucking cost, buddy. No wonder you like Elon Musk. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't like him. Um, I think he, I think he he's just mastered social media like Trump and like like uh, Rogan. Um. So, so that's the kind of conversation I'd, I'd have with my boss. Right. We'd be like, let's, right. let's strategic here. Let's cut costs. Let's let's be efficient here. Blah blah blah. But with with the female head of the lead, I'd be like, yeah, I think there's method methods and ways that we can we can cut costs. And I think a really great way of being able to do that would be seeing at our payroll whether or not we can let go of some people that simply aren't performing well enough, mm-hmm. or maybe we can put systems in place. That, that could help save the company some money. I'd have to express it incredibly oh. differently. You mean mansplain? No, not mansplain because I, I didn't I didn't have to explain it to her because I think she was dumb. I felt like I'd explain it to her that it wasn't radical. Mm, you know, right. it was seen as evil. Right. right. Like how you ex- expressed it was evil for, for a company to cut staff. Yeah, yeah. In Wall Street, in fact, if you usually cut staff, uh, Wall Street rewards you by increasing uh, your stock price. Well, not Wall Street itself, but the market rewards you because it believes that the company is becoming more efficient. With less people? Okay. Now you're, getting, you're trimming the fat. Hmm. Okay. No? And here I'm thinking, um, I want to grow to a 100-employee company in the next 